And we're live in three, two, one. Welcome to another edition of Fat Man Talking Podcast, guys. I am here with Owen Colgan. Owen, for those who wouldn't know you, and that's a small few in Ireland at this stage, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, my name is Owen Colgan. I'm originally from Mayo. I'm a 34-year-old male, and I'm looking for a woman, I suppose. So you're looking for a woman. And how are you actually doing that at the moment now? Are you on the dating scene, the online apps? What's the plan these days, Owen? I kind of combine all the different worlds, so I use a lot of tender, plenty of fish, and then I go on. I go into pubs from now at night time, and I just walk up to people asking them for, uh, for dates. Fantastic! And how does it pan out for you? Got the ride there last week. <laughs> just, just the one, yeah. no? I mean, a man of your, a man of your own stature, like, huh? A man of your own stature, like there should be one every night, surely. I know. Yeah, but see, I like to. I don't want to have too many because then I'd have to get a checkup. Ah, yeah, that's fair, that's fair. I mean, those doctor's bills are expensive these days, like, so I wouldn't blame you. Now, exactly. I suppose a lot of people would know you from Hardy Bucks, and, I mean, other than that, you have a fantastic Facebook page, loads of sketches going on. So, I mean, uh, if you don't mind me asking now, how did you actually get started with the Hardy Bucks scene with all the lads? Was it your group, local group of friends, or how did it come about? Well, the guy that plays Eddie Durkin and the guy that plays the Viper, they were doing a video in college for uh, Bally Fermat, and then um, they asked myself, the boo, French toast and salmon. Did we want to be in the Hardy books? Yeah. So we were like in Mayo and we just said, oh yeah, sure, we'll do that. Why not? And Fantastic. then um, we kind of shot a few sort of mini episodes over a couple of weekends and then we entered Storyland. Someone recommended us to enter Storyland, which was like an online RTT competition. Yeah. And then luckily enough, we kept winning that and then we got onto TV from there. And that was it. I mean, in fairness, like the achievement coming out of just a small project in Mayo, you have a yeah. motion picture, you have live shows, and what have you had, four seasons on RT now, something like that? Yeah, we've had four seasons and a Christmas special and uh, the Netflix then movie, so it's great. You're fucking laughing. And, and you, said, you said before we came online, you're, you're living in the big smoke, so how does it feel? How's the contrast? You're going from small country life to big smoke life. How's it feeling? More women? Yeah. Well, Dublin City's got a lot of good things, like, you know, you can walk around the town, you can, I could be eating sushi in two minutes if I want to. Yeah, fantastic. But if I wanted to eat sushi and mayo, I'd have to, I'd have to create my own sushi restaurant and then serve myself, you know? Yeah, no, there's, there's not a lot going on in mayo, I'd say. In I fairness, no, it's better than Sligo, better than Sligo. So, I mean, you're going um, well. Well, the Sligo's nice too, mayo's nice as well. It just depends what you're after, but Dublin's got a lot of choices, but mayo, it's a lot more peaceful. Like, Dublin's kind of stressful enough, you know? Yeah. I just drove a car across the city there, and I was beeping at people, and the people on bikes shouting at me, and... Just far too much stress, you know? Oh, man, I can't hack it. I, I had to drive up there, and I'm used to Cork. You know, Cork, we only have one main street. That's it. We have Patrick Street, and then everything else is fine. It's easy. Yeah. There's no asshole. I mean, like, it's, it's barely a city. It's perfect. It's nice and small. I drove up to Dublin a few weeks ago. I had to get UCD. Oh, my God. I thought I was going to lose my life. And it's the same. I tripped to Ikea. I, fucking hell. I was trying to pack a load of furniture into a small mm-hmm. seat I beat the. It was an absolute disaster. I, I, I just, I'm not able for it. Hmm? What was the thing about Ibiza? You went to Ibiza? No, no, I, I, I had to pack a load of furniture. I wish I was as exciting as going to Ibiza. I had to pack a load of furniture into a Sayed Ibiza, which all is right. a phenomenal set of wheels. I'm not going to lie. People <laughs> admire it all the time. 2016 FR version, ought to slick. Absolutely Lovely. slick. What I, was, I was actually down, I was down in Cork there about three or four weeks ago. It's a good old spot. Oh, yeah. What, what were you doing down there? Were you gigging or? No, I think I was just I was just knocking around the place, really, just looking around the shops. Because I used to live down in Cork, down there in Margaret Street. So I yeah, used to all haunts like the Brogue and a few other spots to have a couple of couple of pints. Unbelievable. You're picking them well there. Yeah, the Brogue's a fantastic spot. Brogue, Cypress oh. Avenue. Go so, man, I noticed you, you have a load of Zufa and UFC gear. So what's going on there? Bit of sponsorship going on? Potential contract? 
I got signed to the UFC. Dan O'White called me up and signed. He goes, you want to fight? And I'm like, yeah, I do. Fantastic. And uh, I woke up from a wet dream. You know, some lad who, who was actually from Cork. Yeah. I don't know the name off the top of my head now, but I'll, I'll, I'll have to get it for you again. But um, he sent me over this stuff. He sent me over this thing as well. Unbelievable. It's a nice old bottle, isn't it? I mean, I mean, the listeners at home won't get to see it, like, but I mean, I, I'm very impressed. Nice built-in straw and everything. Oh, stop. It's the best suck job I've had in years. You're laughing. So who are you saying to... I, I mean, I've noticed a lot you're calling out Sage Norcott. Is that the plan? Is that who you're aiming for? No, I don't really call him out. It's sort of like I want him to see my material so someday when we hook up, I can be like, do you remember that time that I linked to you in a video, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> me and Sage will uh, start training kids to be super soldiers. That's a great show, great show. And you were yeah. working with Darren Till a few weeks ago, were you? How'd that go? I mean, that must have been a surreal experience. Phenomenal. Like, like we're the best mates. Yeah, you must have been good at the weekend so for the fight, were you? I was a bit, yeah. But in fairness, Tyrone Woodley, he, kinda, he deserved to win it. But um, Yeah, no, it was good. I, I'm just doing a few videos with Paddy Powerboys, so that was handy because uh, I got to go over to his gym there in Liverpool and just see what he's at over there. So Yeah. It's a real intense, that sport. Did you show him a few moves, like? I showed him this one called, it was called the, the, the Flash Kick Special, which I learned on the brogue after about 10, 12 pints. And um, what you do is you spin around and you throw your elbow up into the guy's jaw. And if you hit somebody there, you can blind them. And, and how long, as in fully blind or is that a few minutes? What are it's we talking about, here? About an hour, about an hour of blindness. Oh, Jesus. Like drinking a bottle of Sambuca. It's tough, man. That's tough. Jesus Christ. Fair play. Is this, is this going out to everybody? Is this live now, this video? No, 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 Jesus. We're, we're not that fancy yet. So what's going to happen, basically, is we'll record this. I'll then sit down with my very slow Wi-Fi. I'll up- upload it to SoundCloud. It'll shoot off to iTunes, shoot to Stitcher. And that's when uh, I'll start sharing it out and people will find it. So people should have it by about 9 o'clock this evening, there, thereabouts. Oh, so people won't even see this video? No, no, it's all, it's all audio, man, unfortunately. Oh, no, I sure I can relax now. Oh, yeah. You, were, were you feeling a bit panicked? No, no, we're, we're not on YouTube yet. I was going to just like trying to keep my face like this just so I look like not <laughs> so weird, not weirder than usual. And I was like, I don't know. I thought this was going out live for some reason. Oh, no, no. Don't worry. So I, I mean, I wish I had the Joe Rogan setup. I mean, I've got to dick down of Joe Rogan at Cork. Like, you know, people are talking about it. I have Elon Musk on next week. Pretty big deal. <laughs> but I mean, fuck now. We're, we're not there yet. You know, it's, it's only myself and a laptop. I mean, like eventually once the money starts rolling in, you know, yeah. just like yourself, that's when we'll be able to get someone setting up, doing my research, yeah. all the rest. Exactly. Yeah. As long as you're happy doing it, that's the main thing, isn't it? Oh, that's it. It's such a laugh, honestly. Now, you, you have your own podcast yourself going these days. Have you done any new episodes lately, no? I, well, I was, the thing about my podcast is I'm so sporadic with them that I sort of didn't keep them going. So um, yeah. I, I was, I'm doing a new one with a lad called Jordan, and it's, I'm kind of like a spiritual leader, and he's a, he's a psychologist. So Fantastic. I'm advice to people, and it's called the Sexperts. <laughs> Sorry, the love, the love Spurts, actually. Sorry. Unreal. Where is it going to be available? Um, we're going to try, we're definitely going to be in SoundCloud, but we might get it onto this company in Dublin. I think they're called Headspace, Headstuff or Headspace. Yeah, fantastic. Um, we're going to try and get it on there, but just no more than you say. I'm sure you do, you, do you put out one podcast a week? Uh, to be honest now, I'm just off a two month break. So I started a new gig in work and I kind of just packed it all in for two months. Recorded yeah. one yesterday with one of the lads of yourself today. And then we have a few lined up now for the next few weeks. So hopefully one a week will be the plan. And just all get right. them out consistently. That's good to talk. Anyway, they're good. I like the old podcasts, but it's about doing them consistently, I think. Oh, yeah, man. You need to keep it going. I mean, even taking the break now, trying to gain the traction back to tough going. Yeah. Tough, tough going. You'll be, you'll be the next Joe Rogan someday, though, boy. Oh, no, I, I already am. Phenomenal. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's, 
if you give them a listen, the quality is there. I mean, people just need to give it the time. It's a bit rough yeah. at the moment, but, but we're getting there. We're getting yeah. there. Yeah, Brandon, yeah. What's actually going on with you at the moment now? Are you gigging a lot? Are you just kind of, I mean, I know you're putting out a lot of content yourself, but I mean, what's the game plan at the moment? What's the focus? Is it the new podcast? Is this? The new, uh, sorry, the focus at the moment would be, well, I'm doing, doing a lot of sketches and stuff like that. And then I'm doing kind of like lots of job for people, but that's, that's all good and well, but it's not really where my most joy comes from. So I'm trying to get together a bit of a chat show. So oh, like sort of, Yeah, like a satirical sort of chat show. I'm going to do a pilot for that now. So that's, yeah. that's one of my goals, big goals. I'm also getting into the stand-up and trying to make it as good as possible. So I'm kind of going to be doing a tour in November of Ireland. Oh, unbelievable. And you're coming out to Cork, yeah? All big time. I will not know what to Cork by. I love, I love Cork. So I'm definitely down that way. And um, what else then am I doing? Podcast, I suppose, then as well. And then been a bit of farming at home with the OLED just to take the edge off life. Actually, you need to keep a bit of company. A few pints of Guinness and, you know. Exactly, yeah. A few That's it, exactly. Well, would you actually head home often these days or are you kind of, you're, you're set in Dublin a lot lately, are you? I, you know what? I can't stand my parents, so I, <laughs> the further away I am from them scumbags, the better. I, know, I go down maybe once a month. Yeah, did, they, did they ever come yeah. up to the big smoke to you? I was on to my mother the last day to come up to Dublin, and she's always like, oh, come on up, yeah. But she's been saying that the last two and a half years, so. Ah, jeez, man, I'm telling you, the, the parents, they're a bunch of bastards. I mean, they bring you into oh. the world, they give you all this money for a few years, and then they tell you to fuck off, and you're kind of like, all right, that's fine. Won't even come visit now. I mean, I'd say you'd be lucky to get a Christmas dinner, would you? You know, last year, I, didn't, I got a sandwich for fucking Halloween, and that was it for the whole year. Ah, fuck that. I mean, you're right, though, because they brought us into the world, and they, don't, they have the audacity to tell us to fuck off then when we're 12 or 13 and, you know, leave the house. But that's it. You wouldn't do it to your dog. Like, you know what I mean? People say, like, Art, you bought the dog. It's your responsibility. Like, you don't mm-hmm. wait till the dog's 10 and kind of go, ah, fuck off, so you're on your own. I mean, I you take care of that dog the whole way through. There's not, yeah. there's not of that, like. I mean, exactly. I it's all in or nothing. Like I think when you're having a when you're having a child, you should be you gotta give them money for the rest of your life. And I think my father especially should give me money. Hundred percent. Like I mean, like the inheritance a few years early. I mean, like you're gonna be too sad after they go. They might as well see you enjoy it. I exactly. mean, give, give you a bit of land, build a house, get the women in there. I mean, you'd be yeah. laughing. I don't want to have to be robbing money off my dad. I'd rather he give it to me. That's it exactly. I mean, like his wallet can only be so deep. I mean, if he just set up a nice credit union trust fund account for you, lobbed yeah. it in every week. So you'd go into the local credit union in Dublin, you'd be laughing. I'd call it, I'd call it more of a crack fund, though, just so like I could go out and have <laughs> and, and, and you mean in, in the sense of fun, of course, Owen, right? Yes. No, I don't mean the stuff that you, you put into your arms or wherever you put it into your veins. Not that oh. stuff, no. See, I, I'm not experienced enough to know what they actually do with it. You know, I, I'd say it like, oh, yeah, geez, somebody's doing some crack. But I mean, I don't know what they put in their ears or what. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm just too, too, I don't know what you call it, a sheltered life in Cork. Like, I'm just not familiar with it. I don't really know either, to be honest. I think, well, I'm, I'm sure they put it into their arms because I see them, but I, mean, I think you can put it into your groin or anywhere, really. But that's, that's about all I know about it. That's I mean, like myself, like, I'm afraid to get the blood test. Like, never mind doing that on a recreational basis. I have way more things I could be doing for a bit of fun, like. You know what? No, blood, a blood test could be handy, though. You might, you might find out that you might have a, a missing chrome or something like that, or too many chromes. So yeah, I, I, I give it a bash now if I have to, but I mean, like, the fear is there. Like, I mean, I'm one of those people now, I, I, I could faint or I could do anything, you know what? I don't want to appear like a little bitch to the doctor, like, do you know what I mean? Like, I go I in, you. I'm a big, hard man, like, you know, the needle would probably break on, off my arm, it's so strong, like, there's just, it's yeah. too much. So you I have mean, strong biceps. Oh, massive. I mean, look, look at that, look at that. 
And I swear, it, it's not all fat. I swear, like, I mean, that's, it, it's built on chicken rolls and jambons. And I mean, yeah. I know yourself, you're impartial to now jambon. I, I don't mean to bring it up. I'm not too sure if you're still off them. But well, I, mean, I'm back, I, well, I, I fell off jambon wagon and I decided that, you know what, I'm going to embrace it. And I had five today. Five? Five jambon. Like, I'm all for it, but I hadn't had one in a while. And I went to the shop the other day. I had a mad craving. I got no sleep. I came into work and I thought, you know, fuck it. I'm sick of these people. I'm going to go off and get a jambon. Mm-hmm. And I got my roll with it. The prices mm-hmm. have gone up quite a lot. I mean, I was charged two two forty for jambon, just the one. For one, just the one. That's disgusting. I, I couldn't they're, believe they're, it. They're gonna. What they need to do is legalize jambons across Ireland, and say because they're gonna create a black market if they're gonna be two forty a jambon. That's a lot. Like, what are you paying up in Dublin? I mean, I know the rent's expensive, but the jambons surely they're a bit better than that. Well, it varies across the city, but I, I know a couple of spots where I can get a jambon, a good jambon for one fifty, into the and pocket. I, I mean, are we talking like a fresh, crisp pastry here? Are we talking like a little bit burnt? You know, it's been sitting there a few hours. Like, what's the quality you're getting for that price? Well, see, the, I, this is, I, have a, I, have a, I have a very good theory about how to get the best jambon. You've wow. got to get it right before the builders come in because they're setting up for the builders coming in to buy everything in, in the hot deli. So sure. you want to get in there just before the builders. If you leave it till half five in the day, you're going to be buying jambons that are hard. They're, they're going to make you feel sad. You know, all that kind of stuff. So you need to get oh, in yeah, there. No. That, 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 I wouldn't go past, I, I wouldn't go near it past three o'clock. I mean, it's, they're, it's the nursing home at Delis at that stage. It's exactly. one of the old crusty ones, you know, they don't even know where they are. The yeah. flavor oh, is disappeared and, ah, oh, no, nah, it's all steamed off. It's not worth it at that stage. No, I mean, you, no, you're as well, you know what, you're as well to get a massive car and crash it right into the deli and say, get rid of everything here. Has to be done. What I like to do is just kind of sneeze on it enough that hopefully they'll just get rid of them. I mean, I'm yeah. just doing, I'm doing my due diligence. And then sometimes they'll sell it to me at a lower price. You know, after mm-hmm. you do an old sneeze, they'd be like, you know, we'll give it to you all of it for two euro. And I mean, I'll just How pack it into a bag. Hmm? How do you get your sneeze juice through the glass? Oh, some of them don't have glass. They only have the top glass. That's a bit lazy, isn't it? Oh, it is, yeah. There's, there's a few shops in Cork like that. It's, it's, it's not the best designed, but I mean, I'll take advantage when it's there, like, you know. Sneak in, grab a little bit of munch. Favourite shop in Cork. Oh, it's tough. I don't know. Vibes and Scribes? I, I'm a big fan of Vibes and Scribes. I'm not going to lie. Uh, it's, yeah. it's quality. I'd say my favourite shop in Cork would have to be... I don't know. I'd, I'd say the Daybreak on College Road for a chicken roll is absolutely top-notch. And I mean, I haven't been in UCC in years, but that, that, that has to be my favourite shop. I'd say. They throw the wedges in, all of it, four quid. Bacon counts as a salad. It's got everything you need. Yeah, it's a salad, yeah, So you, you get the chicken and you get your, I think it's tree salads. You get stuffing, you get a bit of taco sauce, you get some bacon. You're laughing. Absolutely. You know what? That's not bad at all. I mean, you can get, in Dublin, you'd never get a roll for four quid, really. No, unless, of course, it was, it was shit. Really? I, I was yeah. there now. I was out by um, the Aviva and I was just kind of strolling around and I was looking at all the posh people, all their gardeners. Different world up there. I'm not going to lie. I was pretty shocked. Over by yeah, Broadsbridge, I think they're thereabouts, but feckin' a madness. Where the rock went, I went into a Centra. They had lovely coffee, standard Centra coffee, same price as the Centra in Cork. I was happy. And the roll of it was quite decent, not gonna mm-hmm. lie. I think I think it came to four four twenty there thereabouts. Yeah. You take it like. It's a, another trick as well is go into the deli and kind of say, Oh, that chicken doesn't look great, and then they might give it to you for cheaper, you know. Just keep saying it looks crap. Ah, no, geez, you'd never, you'd never pull that down this way. You'd be told to fuck off right out the door in that case. Yeah. They're, they're, they're vicious, vicious. Our crew wouldn't be long telling you to fuck off. Oh, yeah, no, they, they, they barely look at you. They just say, what you want in it? They flake it all in and that's it. Now, there's a few shops within the love and care, like, but it's, 
It isn't all, you know. They're they're just not used to it. And I'll meet, I'll always greet them with a smile. I'll come in the morning. I'm always like, hello, how are you? How are you getting on? And mm-hmm. you know, they they just don't want to talk to me. It's it's tough. I'm telling you. I mean, you must know yourself on the dating scene. Like you're going up talking to strangers all the time. How are you finding it? Does the notoriety, your fame, your you know, being known around the place, would that make any difference to you? Or is it the case you're like any Joe Soap, you have to go up, you have to put in the groundwork? I mean, I only go up to, I only go up to, um, to Asian women, so they don't know who I am. Smart, smart. And why is that? It's just a fetish that I have, really. I get massively turned on by Asian women. Yeah, and are you never worried, like, you know, it could be a lady boy? Like, I mean, they're rampant. All you know what? My father said it's always good to keep the knob guessing. <laughs> you know? I mean, you can't make it too easy for yourself. So I, I go up to them and, you know, I mean, you could be a ladyboy from anywhere. I'm sure some people are into that. So, some are. Huh? I said some are, all right, like, but I mean, it wouldn't be my cup of tea, personally. No, no, but you know, it takes a lot of different ingredients to make an old chicken pie. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're willing to take the risk. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, do you ever yeah. think uh, heading over to China doing an old Des Bishop shop, you know? Head on the old Chinese, take me out and see how you go. You know what? I was thinking about it. And then I thought I'd have to learn Mandarin and I couldn't be arsed because it just seems too complicated. I'm too lazy. I know, but if you go into the local Chinese, I'm sure you'd pick up a few phrases. I mean, that's all you'd need. I mean, everywhere speaks a bit of English. So, like, surely you'd be sorted. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But you know what? Like, you, can't, you can't beat Ireland for the old weather, boy, you know, and the old crack and the old pints. Uh, you're not finding out the evenings are getting a bit dark, like. I mean, it's slowly coming down. Yeah, it's but the thing is, the darker the nights get, the longer you can stay in the pub, you know what I mean? If you're over in China there and you ask the lad for a pint, you want to go for a couple of pints of the black stuff, he wouldn't know what you're talking about. That's true. That's true. You're better off. And I mean, uh, what, what's your favourite pub in Dublin now? Where are you hitting up? I'll tell you my favourite pub in Dublin by a mile is Fibbers. It's on Parnell Street. Yeah. It's a great pub because you can go in there any, you can go in there, in there 12 o'clock in the day, have a couple of pints, and you don't feel guilty because they have the right lighting in there, you know? Oh, yeah. So you have no guilt. No like guilt at all in there. Two pool I mean, tables. You've a, you've a pretty free schedule. I mean, surely, I mean, you kind of must set your own for the most part. I mean, me, I'm a nine to five man. I know where I have to be Monday to Friday, and the rest of the time, I'm probably too boring and dry a shite to do much. All you know, I just sit at home watching Netflix. But I mean, yourself, yeah. like you must have the bit of freedom. You go wander around the city, go for a few pints during the day. I mean, <laughs> I, I'd miss a bit of day drinking. Like you know, it's something you can only do in college for the most part, or if yeah. you're just having a bad week. The thing is, you think, see, I could easily go walk wander around the city tomorrow at like 12 o'clock in the day, but then I'm getting no work done. And then at the end of the day, I'm only fooling myself. Oof, jeez, that's motivational right there. That's some yeah. Pat Tivoli stuff. That's some Pat like slash Joe Rogan. Fantastic. And you're a big Rogan fan, are you? Um, I'm about 50-50, you know. He's kind of like one of the uncles that come over to your house and he, <laughs> some, of the, some of the stuff he talks is synth and other stuff is just like waffle altogether, you know? Oh yeah, of course, it's full of it though. But you, you know, you take the good with the bad. That's and- true. All around. I mean, like, it, I will say, it's a bit of a marathon to watch the episodes. Like, you know, I split them out through my work day. So, like, yeah. I have to do a certain amount of calls an hour and stuff. You know, I work in sales. Like, the mm-hmm. idea is I, I might do 10 calls and then, you know, I mean, don't, don't tell my boss this now, but I might watch 10 minutes of Joe Rogan and then I'll go back and I'll do a few more calls and I'll watch it. I mean, yeah, an, yeah. Episode, an episode could take me 10 easily, like, you know, a few hours, maybe two days of work. There, there, about. The episodes, they're great, but they're, they're a bit long. Three hours is a, lot, is a big investment, you know? I know he's been on to me for a few tips about the podcast, right? You know, he's kind of said, look, Shane, what's the format you're using? What yeah. software? How are we going? I mean, mm-hmm. he, I feel like with my knowledge and his expertise, we're, we're both going to, you know, we're both going to help each other out. 
You know what? It'll be a long standing. You get one of those microphones that you have there, the ones that come like you know, kind of Britney Spears on tour kind of microphone. Oh, it's slick, isn't it? No one's going to yeah, see it. I'll, I'll have to throw up a picture just to show the people. Yeah, it's cool. It, it's pretty nice. It was actually it's free. I mean, you, you can't argue with it. Work said, look, Mary, you need that for your job. The laptop's yeah. free. The headphones are free. I mean, I just have to be here. There's no money invested. You've got, you got the, you got a bloody thing sorted out. I'm living the dream, man. I'm telling you, it's just unbelievable. Where are you from in Cork? So Bishopstown in Cork. You know, out by CIT. You know what? I was out in Bishopstown before, boy. I was out there doing a bit of work back before, um, back before the Hardy books kicked off. I was out there doing a bit of work. Like a bit of manual labour. Like what are we talking? A bit of labour, and I was labouring on a site out there in Bishopstown. It was just yeah. like some job that I found on. On the internet, it was the worst job ever I had, though. It was about three days work and I left it. Oh, yeah, geez. I, I did a bit of, it wasn't building work now, I helped out. So the girlfriend's father, he, wor- he, he worked on a building site in Germany, and he brought me out for a summer job for three weeks. Mm. And like me, I'm a fairly lazy shit. I thought I was going to die, honestly. The, the hard work, it wasn't for me. I need to sit yeah. at a desk and, you know, tip away. I'm not able for it. it, it, it yeah. Some men, they're hard enough for it, they're strong enough. Me, I, I have different strengths. That's yeah. it. You're emotionally strong. Oh, of course, yeah. I mean, you have to be in this day and age. I mean, it's a vicious world, like, especially yourself. You're putting yourself out there online constantly. Yeah. Certainly there's a few people giving you a fair bit of abuse. How would you deal with it? Well, I mean, to be honest, I'm lucky because I don't get that much abuse. But when I do get abuse, I just think that, <laughs> I'm, you know, this, this is a, you said I'm putting myself out there, so I deserve a bit of abuse, I'm sure. You know? Oh, but, but you know what? It's I, natural. I think my attitude was, if someone's putting themselves out there, they're probably a bit of laughs for people like yourself. I mean, like, there's days where I'd be sitting there and I'd try on one of your sketches and I'd be pissing myself laughing. And, yeah, like, it make the world difference to my day. Like, yeah. I don't know why people, even if you don't like it, just unfollow. That's yeah. my attitude, you know? If you're not a fan, yeah. who gives a shit? Just go away. I mean, like, if, if you didn't like someone, you wouldn't stand next to them all day, would you? You wouldn't be hovering around them going, I hate you. It's yeah. the same people do it on Facebook. Like, it's madness. I just I think, think people want to people want to have an opinion on the internet, regardless whether they you know like you or dislike you. So they just want to hear have their voices heard because probably everyone's lonely in their own way at the end of the day, you know. So they just want to have them. They want to feel part of something, you know. That's it, man. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. I mean, everyone needs to find their place in the world. They all can't be like us, you know, just naturally gifted at speaking and you know just just class individuals all around, really. Exactly. I think me and you are going to go to the top, Shane. Me and you. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, look. It's, it's whichever one of us gets there first. We'll just lift the other up. Yeah. Right, right out of the poverty. I mean, you're, you're a few steps ahead of me now. But I mean, if I ever play catch up, like, don't worry, like, I'd give you the foot up. I'd help you over the wall. If this, if this podcast is the one that launched your career, I want 50% of all sales med. I mean, look, Owen, uh, we'll go into negotiations. That's fair. I mean, if this is the one that launches things off, it gets things going, hands down, I'll owe my life to you. You know, there's definitely, we can arrange something. You know, you can, I might name my firstborn child after you, even if it's a woman. Fine, I don't mind. Yeah, that's fine. Do you know what I mean? Owen would be a lovely name for old Owen is like a multi sex, no, unisex name. Multi sex name, Jesus. Sorry, it's just so complicated now with all the pansexuals and the gender fluids. I get, I get mixed up in my brain. You're towing that line out. You know, I'm always afraid to talk about these things because personally, I think if you're happy, you're happy. That's grand. But yeah. you know, you can get some serious abuse. Like, I mean, I posted a picture of some steak the other day on my Instagram. And I hashtagged mm-hmm. vegan just for a bit of fun. You know, I kind of thought, oh, it's steak. It's clearly not vegan. I got mm-hmm. a few messages, man. I'm telling you, people were not impressed. They were, they, were, they were saying, like, come here, what are you doing? Like, they, they called me fat. They said, I didn't know anything about being vegan. They called me a murderer. It's a fucking... I, I just went to Klein on those messages. I said, you know what? I don't need your negativity in my life. No thanks. All right, you know what? Fuck them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, the vegans, they're, they're missing out. They don't even realize what they're missing out on. 
jam buns, chicken rolls, steak. I mean, yeah. there's a number of things. I mean, what do they even get in a deli? A salad. But I mean, yeah, if you're, if you're having a salad, you're killing plants, aren't you? So. And the plants talk to each other. They're alive now. They've proved that. So, I mean, really, what are we doing? What are we doing wrong? What are they doing wrong? They're doing the same amount of wrong as us. Precisely on, precisely. Yeah. So, come here, man. You're up in Dublin. Pope visited two weeks ago. How'd it go? Did you go visit the big man? Were you, are you a man for a bit of mass? Oh, I don't know. I to say a bit of prayers now. I, I, when I was a child, I used to pray like fuck. I used to pray all the time. I was, I was flat out praying when I was a child. Yeah. And then I sort of knocked it on the head after a few years, you know, and I, um, the Pope was here, yeah. I don't know. I was actually in the city, but I just wasn't. I didn't bother going down. I just was on Facebook instead, you know. I don't know, could you miss out on it? I mean, like, for a lot of people, like, that's like the Bono of masses. Like, you know, it's like yeah. if Bono kind of said, come here, there's a free gig. Do you want to come along? You only have to walk 35 miles and, you know, it'll be worth it. I feel like a yeah. fair few people will go for it. And that, you know, that's what the golden oldies did for the Pope. I mean. You know, I, I wouldn't be bothered. It's just like, I'd rather watch it on, I'd rather watch it on TV than, than go to actually see it. Because you can have a cup of tea and go for a piss whenever you want. Whether it's if you're watching the Pope live, you can't really go for a piss. You can't really go for a cup of tea or you might miss the good bits, you know. That's true. That's true. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I just, I, I don't know. I lost faith with a bit of mass after a few years, you know? I mean, I suppose, one, I had the worry. Do you know when you do something wrong and you're kind of like, I don't know, can I go back on this? Like, I took the pledge when I made the confirmation. Yeah. And I said, I'm never going to drink till I'm 18. And uh, it was about two years later, like, I, I was sipping cans in the field uh, with one of my friends. And, you know, we, to be honest, we only had four cans between the two of us. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. a big deal. You know what I mean? We were still well on our way, but, I mean, it wasn't a fantastic night. Yeah. Myself and Chris Power back in the day. And, you know, I'm going to be honest. That, that, that to me, it kind of broke my relationship with the Lord because I thought he made me make this pledge and he knew yeah. I was going to go for the cans. So, I mean... He also created cans, if you think about it too, you know? Did you reckon he had... A, I mean, like some people say cans just kind of appeared. I mean, there's, there's no saying God definitely did it. If you, but if you look, if you look at the, the New Testament of the Bible, he talks about himself and the apostles went for a six-pack at Tuborg over in um, what's now called Palestine. Fantastic. I actually didn't realize that. I, I always thought Jesus was a Carlsberg man. Pure honesty. No, I, well, I, I think Carlsberg came out in the 1800s around the time of the uh, Jesus crew, which oh, was wow. um, the Apostles of Zygon. I don't know if you've heard of them. <laughs> I'm not familiar now, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, they, and, were, uh, they, were like, um, they were mates of Jesus's that lived in a town over from Bethlehem called um, Tubacurry. And, and were, were they a good bunch of lads like? They were, they were good, but they were, they were too willing to go fighting and um they were just they were just rough you know dodgy yeah, know. that's the problem with those lads you know they were mad to get stoned and i don't mean like you know like you know having a little bit of hash and having a good time at home i mean like they were genuinely they were throwing stones at people and they were yeah, taking them back as well and like to me like that's not life i'd like to live pure honesty um, i love to get stoned but i wouldn't want to get stones thrown at me do you get me yeah, like, I mean, like, there's nothing buried up to your neck and having a few stones thrown at you. Like, I mean, yeah. it's like what people do to the kid they don't like in school. You know, it's harsh. You know, it's, it's know, a bit mean. Listen, Shane, I'm sorry to, to, be, to be rude now, but I actually have to head off because I've, I've got my car. It's on, it's on a ticket for another three minutes. Not a bother, man. Not a bother. Come here, look. I'll catch you another time, okay? Thanks uh, we'll, you, we'll, we'll sit down for long out chats. Come here. Owen, thanks so much. Really appreciate yeah. it. I'll Guys, that was Owen Colgan. We'll have him back again soon. Thanks so much. And good